coming up on Unpolished MBA. Going into it, you really just learn that medical schools, if you're smart enough to be a doctor, you can do it. There's no, you know, you just have to be smart enough and pass the test and then you're good. But this definitely, it did teach me some other adversities and, you know, different aspects that you don't really hear much about. And the survey has confirmed that that's a lie. This is not really a meritocracy. This show is sponsored by TPM Focus, the strategy and execution consulting firm focused on generating revenue and finding product market fit for new innovations. Head over to tpmfocus.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. It's Monique Mills here. And welcome back to our most recent episode of Unpolished MBA. And if you notice, if you follow us, and I hope you do, we have some loyal listeners and I appreciate that. Last week, we did not release an episode. And the reason for that is you can probably hear right now a little bit in my voice is I suffer from allergies really bad to the point where I can sometimes not even really talk or speak well enough to do a podcast episode or interview. And so with that, many times I'll struggle through and you'll hear some of these episodes with my raspiness. And this time I decided, hey, you know what? I'm not going to push that too far this time around because it was really bad to the point of having like coughing fits where I thought maybe I have COVID. That's not uncommon right now with everyone getting COVID. And so I decided to just not release anything last week. But also the week before that, I spent some time in Martha's Vineyard for an event that I was invited to speak at, which involved Black women in science and engineering. It's a group called BeWise, and they were having a private event at a resort in Martha's Vineyard. And it was only for those that are in like medical innovation and entrepreneurship. And they invited me to talk about how those who are in medical professions or, you know, some type of healthcare innovation and all that, and how it's possible to convert that knowledge into some form of innovation and entrepreneurship for themselves. And so I got a chance to talk a little bit about that and venture capital and how that works. And it was awesome. And I stayed for a while longer than the event just to, you know, continue to network, explore, you know, what other types of things are on the island that could be great connections and business prospects. You know, as you all know, I'm involved in a lot of different things. And so my eye is always open. But during that event, I took one of my children with me to the conference because she is interested and has always known for a while since she was about five years old that she was going to be a doctor. I've spoken about that on one of the episodes <laughs> and I laughed because I mentioned it and I'll be able to link to the episode that it was. But I explained to you all how recency of engagement with someone having a positive experience with someone, it, it causes you to forget everybody else who has been, you know, a good connection or a good experience with. 
And I told you guys a story about my daughter where she always says she wanted to be a doctor, pediatrician, and started out as that. But once we had started her at this new swimming school, she loved the experience and her teacher so much that when they went around at her school to ask, you know, what are you going to be? And they filmed it and all of this. It was this big event. And she told everyone she wanted to be a swim teacher. (laughs) We're like, what? Thank goodness she has come around and and came back to her roots of being in the medical field. She's specifically chosen to be a surgeon and the area of the body or, or expertise and focus has not been decided just yet. So I'm really proud of the things that she's done, but also her and I are going to share a little bit about what happened at that event, the Be Wise event in Martha's Vineyard that was for doctors and medical professionals who are interested in possibly being in the innovation space. We're going to talk about that event, and I'm just going to share a little bit more. I'm going to have her share. I'm not going to share it. I'm going to have her share a little bit more about, you know, next steps for her career. Now, she's still in high school, so calm down. (laughs) But she is a junior and I am dropping her off at Stanford University to take biomedical classes for the summer. They accepted her for the summer to take real classes for real credit. And yes, real money. (laughs) I have to write a check for this, but it's going to be a great opportunity for her. And we're going to just touch on that. So let's hop in. Hello, Amory. Welcome to Unpolished MBA. Hello. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. So I want us to have some discussion around because, you know, I I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, innovators, folks all across the country, really all across the world. Many have some interest in things that actually you're embarking on now. And I want to talk a little bit about that and the event we went to in Martha's Vineyard last week for Black Women in Science and Engineering, which was an event for medical doctors and innovationists and things of that nature. So we're going to go down that journey a little bit. And I want you to start out with sharing a little bit more about your perspective career and also about applying to and getting into this program here at Stanford University, which enables you to take classes this summer, college classes for college credit. So you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. So first of all, we didn't know anything about you applying to Stanford and all this stuff. All we know is we got to pay money for it. So <laughs> so talk to us about like how you even decided to apply and what that whole thing was even about. Yes, of course. So Stanford is one of my dream schools. It's definitely the top school that I would love to get into once I graduate and start applying for colleges. So of course, when I get mail from them. I'm like super excited. I'm like wondering what it is, why, you know, Stanford's, you know, mailing me stuff. Like I want to see what it is. Mm -hmm. So a couple months back in November, this is shortly after we had just taken our PSAT testing and had received our scores. Stanford every year sends out information about different programs they're offering with students that did fairly well on their standardized testing. So I get mail from them basically about the summer program they're having this year, which they didn't have in past years due to COVID and all of that, but they're starting the summer program for high school students where we basically get to go on campus and basically live as college students taking real courses and enjoying summer at Stanford as a college student. So 
I see this, you know, there's not that much information about it online, but I see this and this interests me. Like I want to go to Stanford. This is a great first step into that direction. So I go and I apply for it and I wait a couple months to do it. You know, I'm like, why not? You know, let's go ahead and just take the chance. You don't know what could happen. So I just go ahead, apply. And a few months later, I get the email that I got in. And so I get in and, you know, just started taking it from there. So yeah, next thing I know next week, you know, I have to drop you off there and move you into your dorm, which is (laughs) bananas, right? Right. So, you know, one thing that I like that you said is that, you know, you, you went on ahead and applied and what's the worst that can happen? What they say, no, you can't, (laughs) you can't come in. And I think a lot of people are afraid, you know, especially adults, you know, are afraid to try things because they fear rejection. And I'm proud that wasn't you in this instance, but a lot of people don't try because they're afraid that it's not for them. You know, people will say no anyways, and you just can't live your life that way. So that's awesome. But what are you planning to do with this experience? Like why Stanford? And what is it that you're going to be studying or preparing for there? So Let me first get into sort of what I aspire to be. I aspire to be a surgeon. That's kind of my goal as far as the medical field goes. That's my goal to be a surgeon. Well, I remember the days when you wanted to be a pediatrician since you were. Yeah, yeah, that has changed over the years. I've got more exposure to the Uh different aspects. But yes, being a surgeon is where I'm at right now. Not exactly sure the specialty yet, but that's definitely an area I want to pursue. But with that goal in mind, I've been preparing myself through middle school and high school, being involved in healthcare programs and things like that to get me prepared for special programs like these at Stanford and prepare me for college where I'll be taking pre-med courses and chemistry courses and biology courses. So for Stanford specifically, Stanford was a great option. And it's my number one, not just because it's an IV school and has, you know, a great prestigious status to it, but it's also a great lead way into medical school. They have great programs there with amazing doctors that come from that school. Mm -hmm. So that was just, you know, a top school for that. And for this program, I was really excited about that because yeah, getting to Stanford is a great way, but also getting exposure by taking these courses this summer, getting exposure to the professors and doctors that are there that I'll be working alongside with and learning from in these programs. I'll be taking two science courses there. I'll be taking one of the neurobiology of pain and the introduction of cancer biology, which I'm very excited to learn about. These are very interesting. Oh gosh, that's totally out of my realm. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm very excited to take those courses and meet those professors and those graduate and undergraduate students that are already, you know, taking these courses to be where I hope to be one day. So I think this program was just perfect going into my junior year and getting ready to apply to colleges and just getting those networks and connections now. um, Getting them established. Yeah, Yeah. getting them established. So you mentioned that, you know, undergrad, graduates, high school, as far as people that are there. So this program, just to be clear, it's not separate classes outside of, you know, the traditional classes that they offer. They're just allowing a few college students from around the world, really, right, to partake in their summer semester. Right, right. High school students, but (laughs) right. What did I say? You said college students, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) See? Yes. Yeah. High school students from around the country and around the world 
that are be going that got accepted and will be going to this program. But yeah, the program, it's literally just like, hey, you look good academically. We'll let you, you know, take a couple courses here and just see how you do kind of thing. Like they're just kind of putting this in there. We're mixed definitely with the graduate undergraduate students. The classes I'm taking have both populations in them. So we're definitely going to be the youngest students there, but it's still great exposure and allows us to definitely make connections with those people that are already, you know, taking these classes for real Mm -hmm. and are trying to get to those places so well I I would say you're taking these classes for real for real because that (laughs) tuition bill says it's for real for real (laughs) and it comes with college credit so you have college credit for these classes this full semester so that's that's exciting we're going to take a quick time out and pick back up in just a moment If you need marketing campaigns and landing pages done quickly so that you can test the market with your ideas and see who's interested and then stay in touch with those people, you need a tool that can automate all of that. You're an innovator and you're certainly busy. Perhaps you don't have a CMO or chief marketing officer right now, or you have no plans to hire one anytime soon. And you may be doing this type of work yourself or have a new career professional or even intern helping you. You need Entreport. You can build a landing page or website in minutes. You can accept payments. You can automate marketing campaigns and the list goes on and on. I have personally been using Entreport to build, automate, and grow my business for going on seven years now. I don't recommend any tool that I haven't used and that I don't believe can help the unpolished MBA audience. Simply put, you can move and test your innovative ideas in the market faster with this tool. Don't get bogged down with too many complex tools. This is all you'll need. Go to tpmfocus.com forward slash entreport and that's spelled O-N-T-R-A-P-O-R-T. And that's O-N-T-R-A-P-O-R-T. tpmfocus.com forward slash entreport. Go there to start your free trial and get started. One of the things that came up last week when we were at March's Vineyard at the BYS conference mm-hmm. was really how, you know, a lot of students don't really know about these different options when they're in high school and exposing students to more things and opportunities than they currently have. So I took you along on the business trip to Martha's Vineyard to the Women Hold Up Half the Sky conference that was hosted by BeWise. And, you know, the keynote speaker was Dr. Stanford, a, a world renowned like bariatric doctor. And she was simply incredible, right? So... <laughs> Yes, very much. Yeah. And then the other person you met there who has also been on, she's been a guest on Unpolished MBA, Augusta Awamazuna. Mm -hmm. So you remember meeting these phenomenal women, but I want you to share a little bit about your thoughts on the conference, your experience there, what you learned, you know, those types of things. Yeah, of course. So I really didn't know what to expect a lot of. I did know that there were going to be keynote speakers, but I kind of just went in there really hoping for the best and just you know, hoping to see what was going to happen and who I was going to meet. So Dr. Cody Stanford was in a phenomenal speaker. Her presentation was incredible and her just life story and profession, what she does now, which is really inspiring. And it definitely taught me a lot 
about everything involving the medical field, definitely things I didn't know about. And it was just really insightful. So she was really inspiring in that part. Miss Augusta, she was also, I really connected with her as well because she is still young. Like she just graduated, you know, well, she had her formal graduation this past couple of weeks, but she graduated, you know, two years ago. So she's still on that younger level and can definitely relate more to what it's like to be a Black young woman now trying to pursue such a prestigious job that's not necessarily that inclusive of, you know, minority women. So I think she's a great She's person. a great example. Yeah. Yeah. A great person, great example that I can definitely look up to. So she was also really like fantastic to see and to see where she's going for these next couple of years. Yeah. So well, one thing you didn't mention, but people who didn't listen to her episode and we'll link it in the show notes, but Augusta just graduated from Harvard University, mm-hmm. magnum cum laude, which means top of her class, which is crazy, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like who does that from Harvard University? And so, you know, again, it's still a predominantly, you know, white institution like Stanford is. And so I think having that kind of relationship with someone who's kind of been there and done that, been in a similar situation and have successfully navigated it, you know, it's a privilege to be able to have those kind of relationships in place. Right, exactly. And now she has a full scholarship to medical school at the University of San Francisco. And so you guys will both be in San Francisco this summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, she'll be staying even once you leave, but <laughs> you got eight years ahead of her. So that was your first like business conference you've attended. And as I mentioned, when I first started this episode is that the conference at Martha's Vineyard that BYS put together was a private event. So it was a small group. I think maybe it was probably 30 people max. And it was private invitation only. I was one of the speakers for technology and venture capital and entrepreneurship. And in those kind of events, it's a more intimate connection, would you say? Yes. Yes. Very. What were like some things that you learned there that you didn't know before? I'm so glad you asked that because the whole presentation, especially with Dr. Cody Stanford, not only does she obviously talk about her achievements and her wonderful accomplishments, but she mentioned the adversity she definitely had to face to get there, which I didn't realize were so prominent in the mm-hmm. medical field. You don't really hear about this a lot in news or articles or even in school when, you know, my healthcare program at school, I had no idea about any of these things. So hearing it from the professional was really interesting just talking about the adversities as far as um, assumptions that may be made about you or your lack of ability or being uh-huh. able to do certain things, which, you know, can definitely discourage you, but, you know, being able to get past that. And then just even the lack of support sometimes in the field, because you're a minority in such a prominently white or mm-hmm. Asian American field that you're not really seen or being able to get as far ahead as those people. So I think it was definitely different aspects that I was surprised to learn about that I didn't really know existed, you know, going into it, you really just learned that medical schools, if you're smart enough to be a doctor, you can do it. There's no, you know, you just have to be smart enough and pass a test and then you're good. But this definitely, it did teach me some other adversities and, you know, different aspects that you don't really hear much about. So I think. And the survey has confirmed that that's a lie, right? Like (laughs) this is not a mirror as far as like, if you're just smart enough, if you're just this enough, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, make it to certain heights or get ahead in your career and all of that. Because Dr. Stanford, who was herself like a a child prodigy and excellence in everything she did and her research and all of that, for some reason, 
still wasn't good enough, you know, for different opportunities. And other people would get selected over her who had less accomplishments. And so I think that isn't spoken upon a lot. And I'm glad that you had an opportunity to hear about that in the realm of the medical field, because we talk about that in engineering, but the medical field is something completely separate from engineering. Mm -hmm. It's still a STEM field, of course, but as you can see, underrepresented minorities and especially women with that intersectionality of being a woman and being a woman of color, there are unique challenges there, right? So Mm -hmm. that was one of the major, major points that she gave so many different examples of things that really embed the concept that you can't forget that this is not really a meritocracy. So that was interesting. And then what are some other things that you learned there? Well, I also learned just the different ways you can take your career, that it's not Mm -hmm. a set stone path where you graduate high school, you go to a good college, you go straight to med school, then you do your career and then that's it. You know, she Mm -hmm. definitely gave various ways you can go about different aspects as far as your career goes. You don't need to go on the straight, you know, path. There's different ways you can help other people, different adventures you can go into. And I thought that was just very interesting because it gave you a different perspective of, oh, okay, I don't need to go the traditional route. I can think of something different. And I think also with your career as well, that's definitely showed me that as well. But also I think Dr. Cody Stanford showed me a way medically and Mm -hmm. the medical field that can happen. But you also gave me another like, oh yeah, this is possible. And now this is another way I can do this as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I made a post about this this week on LinkedIn. I'm like, hey, I don't know everything. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of things, but I know where my expertise begins and where it ends. And Mm -hmm. I don't know everything. And so I hope that this episode encourages those of you who have children, nieces, nephews, mentees, whatever it is, that you may not have the expertise that they need for a specific career, but you can extend your network. You can make introductions. You can share your relationships with them and help them develop their own. Mm -hmm. And so that was really, you know, the purpose. And, and also I needed your help there with, you know, I had prepared my speech and making sure, you know, I was prepared to, (laughs) to deliver while I was there. So thanks for joining me there. But I think it's really, really important for people to kind of hear your perspective on things, even at your age. And, you know, hopefully it provides some encouragement, right? Yeah. So everyone, I just wanted to share with you all a little bit about my little crumb snatcher here. As you guys know, I call my kids crumb snatchers online. I don't typically share much about them personally. I don't put them in the public spotlight along with myself, but I think we're going to be hearing and seeing more about you just like we have with other people who have done great things in life, like Dr. Cody Stanford and Augusta, you know, and I think you're coming up through the ranks. What do you think? I hope so. Yeah, I think I am doing pretty well. I think you're well on your way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself with the Unpolished MBA audience. And thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Unpolished MBA podcast. To hear more episodes or to request to become a guest, please visit unpolishedmba.com.